I call cyber shenanigans on that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This whole show is cyber shenanigans. Fair pretty enough. much. It pretty much is. What do you got, Mike? Anything? Are we rolling into... I think we should, uh, yeah, do some fun with... Uh... <laughs> Let's have some fun with Michael. <laughs> Wait, no. Oh, we decided Michael. that was for After Dark. Now I know why the door is closed. And <laughs> locked. <laughs> no, why did I do that? Why did I, why did I say that? Fifteen. It's a podcast of a guy and a guy and a guy, and some rapidly failing equipment. <laughs> yeah, we hope you're listening to this episode. No promises. I think there might have been some hiccup there on the intro. <laughs> Moving on. We're going to drive our point home. Leave, leave it in there. Let's roll. Oh boy, I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are. And uh, we've got a guest here with us who has a special one-time-only different theme song because of a a thematic thing that we're doing later. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of Nerd Burger is currently scheduled for one fall, and it is for the undisputed Nerd Burger Guest Host Championship. Currently making his way into your eardrums, weighing in somewhere in the vicinity of 300 pounds, hailing from episode 65, live from AndoCon, he is the reigning, defending, undisputed people's champ. They call him Michael <laughs> the Loud Guy! Panties throw, panties throw, panties throw. I was just for the for the audit. Is that what that looks for the like? audio <laughs> podcast? I had to shout uh, that out and mime it for you. It's gonna be a glorious throwing, episode, boys. Throwing panties like this. You've been to a lot of uh, <laughs> what is it? Tom Jones concerts? Have you? Yeah. <laughs> got some experience with that. Yes, all the time. Oh. oh, hey, Craig and Mike. Hey, Michael. With our technical difficulties, watching none of that have made it into the recording. It's all gone oh now. Oh my god! Technical <laughs> Who knows? Oh man, you guys have had a rough morning. It seems we have. Mike, Craig, would you like to tell everybody what's gonna what's gonna happen here? We have an announcement. Yes. Do we have a th- announcement music? No, we don't. Just let's talk. play it. There's the music, and right there, there it is. It's <laughs> If you can't hear it, that's because we are experiencing problems with our equipment. Um, wait, am I announcing the announcement or am I? Go! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nerdburger listeners, would you like our podcast to sound better with less static and hiccups in the audio and my laptop dying <laughs> before we record? Yeah. Prompting me to carry a 40 pound computer up the stairs <laughs> so that we can record today. Which is what we're doing. Which is what actually happened Which today. Which is what actually happened today, on the day that we're announcing this. <laughs> yes. Total coincidence. Speaking, speaking as <laughs> the accumulated voice of the listeners, yes, Mike, we would love that. Great. Now you have a chance. Go to nerdburgershow.com and look on the main page, like Michael's doing right now. What? Do you see anything different, Michael? Below the big well, logo. Well, I, 
I see a donate button. How about that? It's a donate button. Oh my gosh. But more importantly, <laughs> there's a whole little fundraiser activity thing going on. Yes. Here. Go to the menu and click on Begothon. <laughs> and it will take you to the page for the Nerdburger Begothon. That's right. It's the Begothon <laughs> where, where we beg <laughs> for you to give us money. <laughs> Because this <laughs> this podcast does have associated costs. We have well, website and hosting yeah. fees, Which and we we've have been paying ourselves equipment that occasionally needs to re- be replaced. And that's the problem. That's where we're really <laughs> hitting the wall here. Because yeah. I was sitting here telling Mike, I was like, one of these days, one of these microphones is going to crap out on us or the mixer. And it turns out um, I was wrong. It was the it's, laptop. It's Mike's laptop, <laughs> which has been slowly crapping out the entire time we've been doing this podcast. So what we would like is, you know, if you like the show. Throw a few dollars our way. You don't have to buy us a new laptop. No, you just just give us a few bucks. Something that'll help us <laughs> offset the costs and and uh, deal with some of the uh, expenses of, of producing the unexpected this thing. expenses as yeah. opposed to the regular ones that we're perfectly capable of handling. Well, um, I wouldn't mind not having to write you a check every year. What? Okay. Just saying. All right. <laughs> we get enough that I'm that I don't that that our hosting fees are covered. I'm cool with that for the next year. Anyway. We'll discuss um, that later. Here's the deal. Um, yeah. Here's the deal. Uh, you're not just going to donate. You're not going to get nothing for it. We're going to give you something for it. Oh, yeah. It. Um, for $2. Give us $2. I you want get, my $2. Yeah. You get two bonus episodes that we will send links to you for, and you can listen to them at your leisure. Bonus episodes? Bonus Special bonus episodes. When are we recording those? We recorded oh, wait, one we earlier already today. Recorded them with <laughs> some of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, the next level up is called. I don't know if it's worth five dollars, but it's pretty f-ing good. <laughs> Which is a Pulp Fiction reference. <laughs> um, for five dollars, you will get five bonus episodes. Oh, that is that is if you donate at least at two dollars or at least two five dollars or at least $5. five dollars five dollars five dollars at least five dollars. Yes, if you donate at least $10... At least two ten dollars Stop. Why are you trying to confuse people? Go ahead. If you donate at <laughs> least $10, you hit the level that's uh, called Say These Words Podcast Monkey, where you can tell <laughs> us what to say. You can tell us what to say on the show. Uh-huh. You give us a script or just an idea, and we'll improvise it no more than a minute or two, keep it PG-13 or easily bleepable... Nothing incriminatory, nothing inflammatory. Don't make us rewrite it, because we will. Mike and Craig reserve the right to rewrite your script, so don't make us do it. Yes. And (laughs) at the very top end is the super bonus extra best prize, which goes to um, the non-regular guest. Sorry. Who um, donates the most. I will design a two-page mini micro RPG for you. Based on your ideas. I'll talk to you, and we'll come up with some ideas, and I'll, I'll make a little game. Um, so, uh, regular guests, you don't have to uh, worry about getting that. Cause frankly, if you want me to design a little RPG for you, I'll do it. Just talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had a friend of mine take me up on that offer, um, for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. We're working on that. But, um, in that instance, you get paid with uh, alcohol and food though, no, right? Whatever. Not, not your concern. Okay. So that's what you can do. You can throw a few bucks our way, help us out, um, to deal with some of our equipment issues. <laughs> we would appreciate it. Um, Which we conveniently and totally coincidentally, I'm not kidding, had happened actually happened today. This morning. Yes. Um, I don't carry around 40-pound computers for fun. Regular guests on the show, if, you, if this is news to you, 
Um, it's because you haven't been contacted to be on a bonus episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we've already contacted a few people. We've started recording some of them. Um, but it's it nothing. It's not a slight against anybody. No. We we came up with some ideas of what we wanted to do. When we picked the right guest for the right thing. Yes. Um, and and if we do other bonus episodes down the road somewhere, we'll probably be bringing other people in um, as well. So that's what that is. Michael, what do you think? I just want everybody listening to understand that every time they've mentioned regular guests, they keep they both give me the side eye at the same time. <laughs> A little bit, <laughs> <laughs> like the elephant in the room over here. Like this is not for you. This is also not for you. You're also not included in this. <laughs> I think this is great because, you know. Well, the regular uh, guests uh, uh, are eligible to do to, to, to say what I want, Podcast Monkey or whatever. Is that, yeah, is right? that, is that, that's like every time I want to donate $10, I can, I can make you guys say something. No, that's, that's what you No, actually, is that a one time only? We should clarify this. This is, this is uh, through the end of May. Okay. Because we're not just going to keep tracking all that. You're, we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're doing a big push. We're doing the Begathon for donate one month. Donate button will be there yes. permanently. Yes, but all but this the, stuff. The donation <laughs> levels and all, all this the stuff rewards. May only. Yeah, the levels go away at, at, I, I think at this, the end of May. I think this is great because I think if you're a regular guest, you know what I'm talking about when you look at the equipment around the room and like, <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know what the twist tie is doing on this thing, but I, I it might be jerry rigging something, and so I, I try stop not to touch it. Like, stop, there's just a twist tie on this mic stand for no apparent reason. That's actually there for a reason. I'm just sure that's why I'm trying not to mess with it. But yeah, I think this I think this is because great. I think this has been a long time coming for this show. Boom arm is so effed up at this point that, yes, that I want to make sure neither one of us ends up with it after we come back from Andocon. <laughs> so that's why. That twist tie is there so that I know which one it is. I think and that- now that you've told them that, <laughs> and we put it on the internet, the next time we do an Andocon episode somebody's in March of next year, and somebody's going to switch those tie. at the end of the show when yes. we're not paying attention, yes. and I'm going to end up with the crappy mic stand. That's I think that I've, I think that I've personally broken this mic so stand like at, at least two different times. You have just me by myself. I think I've torn this thing apart. Twice. Stop touching it. I have to adjust it. <laughs> We add I a, must be heard. Should we add a $30 level for buy us a new mic stand? <laughs> no. That's about what those cost. No. <laughs> Donation levels are set. We know what we're what we're putting together. So, so these are available till the end of May. Yep. And and so the first level is five dollars. Two. Two. Is at I least want my two dollars. Oh, so two to five dollars? Two gets the... you two episodes. Five gets you five episodes. Okay. At, D- least, does, two, okay. at least five. Does, yes. does three get you three episodes? No. no. Okay. It's two or five. Correct. Okay. Also, Read the page. And then four dollars very clear. It's... does not get you four episodes. It gets you two. <laughs> okay. The ten the ten dollars is make you guys. And two dollars worth of our love. Okay. <laughs> However you want to measure that. Mm. Dollars uh, of love. I think this is great. I I I think this is gonna this is gonna be fantastic. If, over the if you're month. unclear on what gets you what, um, it's all very clearly delineated on the Begathon page at nerdburgershow.com slash something. Don't worry about it. They'll press the button. They'll press the link on the side. Don't confuse people. You're making it harder for people to donate yep. by making by describing it as difficult. <laughs> I, I feel ha- I feel like Craig is the one that's really concerned about getting the broken mic stand, and Mike is just kind of unfazed by it. <laughs> Mike wants a new laptop. Not, not that this is going to get him one, no, but it'll, right. it might help a little bit. <laughs> no, Mike can buy his own laptop. Mike's fine. 
but we do have Mike uh, just doesn't want to Mike just doesn't like you know sticking the uh, crowbar into his wallet <laughs> for anything Mike's let alone a, Mike's a cheap bastard yep. is what it comes down to <laughs> we do a lot with a little here at the Nerdburger Podcast even the bell is janky well, <laughs> hey that was a gift <laughs> and I think it's only like two bucks right <laughs> something like that um yeah well it's true I mean we bought like the most ex- the cheapest best microphones to use and, and the least expensive yes. mixer and they've all been holding up but we got a hmm, it's coming that day's coming anywho i think that's enough of that um people go to the website uh press the button give us a couple bucks we'd appreciate it and uh you'll get stuff for it so there you go what's news mike thanks for asking can't believe we missed this last week. I wonder what we were busy doing. We didn't miss anything. X-Files <laughs> is your problem. <laughs> That's remember, right. remember the ramp up, everybody, to X-Files last time around where Mike had X-Files news every other week? Every time I'm like here, we get the months. X-Files up. Well, now we will. Yeah. This was the, they announced it at the end of the week last week, so I happened to miss it. Yes, season 11. 10 episodes of season 11. Good, so they can fix that stupid cliffhanger ending from the last season. <laughs> well, not fix it, resolve it. No. Fix it because if that had been the last scene in the last episode of the last of that okay. show forever, yeah. it would have been it would have gone down as well, no. Saint Elsewhere bad territory. That wouldn't be for fixing the, ending the cliffhanger of the ending itself. That would be fixing the entire show because it would have ruined the entire show to end it that way. That's fair. As a season-ending cliffhanger that is followed by another season, it's perfectly fine. Yes, it's but a we great did, cliffhanger. But we didn't know we were going to get that. So the whole time I've been sitting here saying, wow, they just they just ruined that show mm-hmm. if we don't get another season. So go watch season 10 so you know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, they're back. And cool, it should, cool. be, should be on the air by the end of the year. Fun for those of us who are into it. I know. You were on once before saying you, you, you just kind of missed out it's on It's a that. little before my time, I think. Oh, if you go back and watch the original run, like kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those episodes. Have they not <laughs> aged well? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things I enjoy is watching. Um, I, have, I have the disc set. That's just the mythology stories. Yeah, I have that too. It just tells the yeah. whole aliens invasion. It skips the, the monsters the main, of the, yeah. the main arc of the show. Yeah. The, the, myth, okay. the myth arc that takes place over the course of just a few episodes each season. Mm-hmm. And so you can watch that whole story relatively quickly. Um, and you get to watch like this mid-90s to mid-2000s arc of watching cell phones get smaller mm-hmm. from season to season. <laughs> Every time they show them each season, they like, have a little smaller cell phone. Mm-hmm. There's antennas, and then there's not. <laughs> or there's antennas that you <laughs> have they, to pull out. Yeah. And they, then there's little stubby antennas, yeah. and there's no antenna. <laughs> and they, then they flip. Yeah, and then they don't. It just keeps going like that. <laughs> they pretty much, I think they always had bar phones. I don't think they ever had flip phones. And that was the show that replaced the phrase "hello" with "where are you?" Yeah, because they're always investigating things. And so mm-hmm. when the two of them split up to go do stuff, one of them will call the other one on the phone and say, "Mulder, where are you?" Scully, where are you? Yeah, just that was skip, like, skip the pleasantries. It's mm-hmm. it's all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. So anyway. <laughs> We Maybe we'll get X-Files. an explanation as to why the aliens didn't colonize the Earth on December twenty second, twenty twelve. Like they were supposed to. Like they were right? supposed to. <laughs> I was I was excited about that because we didn't get that last season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of brushed that aside, like the whole the FBI is going is hunting you guys down thing within the in the second movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't care about you anymore. Can you please come back and help us investigate this uh, priest with the bleeding eyes? I was about to say, don't they work for the FBI? 
Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They're back at the FBI now. Okay. Yes. Well, what else have we got? Oh, yeah. Related news? Because it's uh, it involves spaceships. Where did I put my notes? I don't know. I'm a bit discombobulated today. You've got so I many... need to be in a recombobulation area for <laughs> yes. a, a Mike has so many screens over there. <laughs> period of time. From the phone to the tablet to the laptop to the desktop, he's got the whole shebang going on over there. At pretty, okay. soon, pretty soon his head's going to spin around. Also, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is space entertainment news that we missed last year, uh, episode nine, and Indiana Jones have release dates, and they've already screwed up the every December thing. It is now in May, which they screwed up with Force Awakens. Was, wasn't that supposed to be the summer of that year, and it got pushed so. back to I think that December? was always Christmas of that year. Was it? I don't know, and I don't care. There was one that was announced it was going to be in the summer that then got pushed back to Christmas, like a later one. I think it's still coming up. Okay. So then, uh, in the space-related, spacecraft, spaceship-related news that I, that, I, that I was going to. <laughs> ah, oh, where'd that go? Uh, Dateline, Cape Canaveral, Florida. NASA's Cassini spacecraft has survived an unprecedented trip between Saturn and its rings and has small, low-resolution black-and-white pictures to show for it. We can't believe it didn't get smashed to pieces, Project Science Engineer Howard Wallowitz said by phone from NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory what? in Pasadena, California. Wait for it. Cassini oh. skimmed 1,900 miles above Saturn's cloud tops closer than ever before and came within 200 miles of the innermost visible ring. Scientists say the pictures show details never seen before. There's an incredible close-up, for instance, of the gigantic swirling hurricane at Saturn's North Pole. Or it's a crappy Instagram-filtered picture of my bathtub drain. You'll never know. <laughs> yeah, that could be either. That, that could be a bathtub drain. Mm-hmm. Somebody got. Somebody was clever. Cassini was launched in 1997 from Cape Canaveral, Florida, carrying a Polaroid camera and a fax machine, and reached Saturn in 2004. <laughs> Twenty-one more crossings are planned, about one per week, before Cassini's fatal plunge in mid-September. Oh, no. While risky, this four and a half month grand finale is expected to yield a treasure trove of science. There's little to lose. <laughs> There's little to lose, even if the spacecraft is lost. Mm-hmm. Given that its fuel tank is practically empty, according to NASA, the lawnmower engine and red plastic gallon container of unleaded gasoline on board <laughs> were only intended to power the spacecraft until July 30th, 2008. <laughs> oh, I may have mispronounced a few words or paragraphs in that. <laughs> There was so much wrong with that article that I just changed it. <laughs> okay. The, I looked at the um, the uh, raw images on the uh, NASA JPL Cassini website, and they're about 512 pixels by 512 pixels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Polaroid camera and a yes. fax machine. <laughs> there is a uh, fre- frequently asked questions or fact page mm-hmm. on that website. It has four categories uh, in order from bottom to top, least number of questions to most general questions, end of mission, science, and the top most popular, most populated category of questions, raw images. 
Where can I find raw images from the Cassini mission? Why don't I see stars in the images? Why does the image look sideways or upside down? Why are parts of the image missing? Why are parts of the right side of the image missing? Why is the bottom of an image missing? Why is the image overexposed? Why are there images of different sizes? What are those random streaks I see in some images? What are those random streaks I see in some images? Yes, they listed it twice. What are those dark donut shapes? What is that horizontal waviness in the picture? Why is the image smeared? Why is the image fuzzy? Why does the contrast look different between images? Why does the image look bizarre or psychedelic? What are the ghostly lights? What does it mean when in the raw images the caption says camera was pointing towards sky? What is sky? Are you going to read all of these? (laughs) I'll stop. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But... Thunder stolen. Cut them off right at the finish. Like, wow, these images suck. And then their website goes and proves you exactly how badly those images suck. But it was 1997, so. Can we launch spacecraft now with reasonable technology so that in 20 years we're not completely disappointed (laughs) by the amazing photographs. You have to go with what you got for the time. You know, Apple updates my phone like every month and changes things about it. We can't update these these satellites flying around these other planets. (laughs) Can the satellite not accept the EULA on its own? Is that the problem? I don't know. (laughs) Can't send a firmware update something? (laughs) I don't know. It can't click accept. (laughs) I accept being turned into a human sent ipad <laughs> um word nerd legal news Ooh, is this that that lawsuit hold we on have an update hold on okay an appellate court recently ruled in favor of maine dairy drivers in a labor dispute that hinged on the use of the oxford comma it is that lawsuit <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah can, okay, can, can, can we take a temperature check of the room, opinions on the Oxford comma? Always use it. If you don't yes. use it, you deserve to die in a fire. Yeah, same here. Always and, use it. Or get sued or whatever happened to these people. You can take the Oxford comma when you can pry it from my cold comma, dead comma, and hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always say. Yes! <laughs> that was great. <laughs> <laughs> In this class action lawsuit, drivers for the Oakhurst Dairy sued the company (laughs) over its failure to grant them overtime pay. Uh According to Maine law, workers are entitled to 1.5 times their normal pay for any hours worked over 40 per week. However, there are exemptions to this rule. Specifically, companies don't need to pay overtime for the following activities as outlined by the company. Mm -hmm. The canning, comma, processing, comma, preserving, comma, freezing, comma, drying, comma, marketing, comma, storing, comma, packing for shipment or distribution of agricultural produce, meat and fish products, perishable foods. Mm-hmm. Notice no comma, comma between packing for shipment or, or distribution. distribution. And they distributed. Mm-hmm. So they weren't packing for shipment. They were distributing, but that they weren't packing. Yeah, the drivers they... are distributing, but not packing. That's the that's the the heart of that uh, issue. Yeah, the argument is that the drivers did not qualify for overtime pay because they engage in distribution, and the spirit of the law intended to list packing for shipment and distribution as two, two separate, separate things, exempt mm. activities. However, the drivers argued the letter of the law said no such thing. Yeah, mm. take that because there was no Oxford comma. Yes. This is the comma that brought down an empire. Take that, Tim 
Mike's, Mike's dad who yeah. doesn't believe in the actual. <laughs> oh no, we, we had convinced him by the by end. By the end, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we had, you you wore him down. <laughs> I, I, that's, I, that's Craig's superpower, by the way. Just yeah. wearing people just, down, just just railing on you and being irritating, just imposing and, his will a layer at a time until there's nothing left. He knows that I know that that's how he gets his way. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't even have to really try all that hard with me anymore. We'll link you to the article. You can read a little bit more on it. But uh, more on what the, the Oxford comma thing, <laughs> the story you mentioned. Aaron Moran, how you, you, you thought her name was pronounced Moron? <laughs> when I was little, yeah. What? She's dead. Yeah. Was that what you were reading? No. She, but like I know. right after that, she died. I, I know. That was spooky. Yeah. Somebody like, said her name and then you... she died. Yeah. That's well, no, ooh, I... I have magical necromancer powers. It's not she's not Ron Howard. I mean, or you know, or or Fonzie. <laughs> Who brings her up? You brought her up and like the day later she died. Or that day. Sorry. Wizard. Evil, <laughs> evil wizard. I am. <laughs> I'm an evil wizard. <laughs> what shoots flames out of my fingertips? Or your butt. That's you. That's, oh, yeah, that's you right. that's in your. Superpower. That's you. Your superpower in your dreams, or what when a, I eat hot wings. What else is? Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> what else is news, Mike? So that's what those black marks in the toilet are that won't come oh. out. Ugh. Scorched porcelain <laughs> just destroyed the episode. What? Huh? Hmm? <laughs> really? That destroys the episode. Chicken butt. Mentioning toilet <laughs> and burned poo. Sorry, yeah. did you ask me for news? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, and this actually, I don't know, this happened two weeks ago or a week and a half. Anyway, so uh, <clears throat> you know what uh, antivirus software is, right? Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with it. You know, they have, um, it's basically just this thing that runs on your computer and it knows to search the computer. Yeah. And then every so often, once a week, twice a week, they, it automatically downloads from their company servers. It downloads something, what they call a definitions file, which is just a list yeah. of all of the names of all of the viruses or malware. New threats that since, are out since there. the last right. week or whatever. Right, because yeah. they're constantly, people are constantly creating new ones, and yeah. so they have to update the list. So Because um, people are freaking terrible. Yeah, people are evil. So uh, <laughs> there is an antivirus called WebRoot which updated its software. This runs on uh, Windows PCs. Updated its software with a new definitions file that contained the names of approximately several hundred actual systems files for Windows, (laughs) which then proceeded to completely (laughs) seize up everyone's computer who had (laughs) on it. And as of the last time that I looked at this article, um, they hadn't fixed it. (laughs) Oops! What? <laughs> just out there just chewing through system files all over the world mm-hmm. oh man yep you know, my computer has been making a weird sound now that I think about it so what if I lost the don't make the weird sound system file <laughs> my whole computer lost the sound file <laughs> and it's not even running windows yeah we can sh- so yeah, let's hope that's not a problem. Also, uh, in addition to our equipment, it has 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 died. News, coincidentally, I have the, these apps. They run on. There's one on my phone. 
for iOS. It's on the iPad too. There's one on the computer for the Mac. Uh, you can get it for Windows or Android. It's great. It's uh, it's called Radar Scope. I love it. It's the first app that I paid for or that I paid real money for is ten dollars, and it's great. It's the one. It's the it's the radar app that like storm chasers use. Yeah, I think I've heard of it. Um, ten dollars though. Which at the time that was like. Well, it's like four years ago I bought wow. it. I was like, wow, this is kind of a lot of money now. Yeah. Know, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I've gotten way more than $10 worth of enjoyment out of that app. So I, I, I'm a worrier. <laughs> and uh, I like to track the uh, storms. And here in Georgia, it's a, uh, April now while we're, we're recording. It's the beginning of May while you're listening. Uh, this is the heart of our tornado season. And we here in North Georgia are in what they call Dixie Alley, mm-hmm. which is the tornado alley of the southeast. Right. Runs east to west mostly. Um, we get a tornado every now and again. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like to watch the weather on that app. And our local uh, radar site in Peachtree City, KFFC, uh, Doppler Radar. <laughs> KFFC? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's its, its, its designation. Okay. They've, they have more letter designations. Sure, it's uh, in Peachtree City and not in Marietta. Yeah, it's in Peachtree City. <laughs> um, K- KFC, very funny. Big Put chicken joke. Top of the big chicken. Stop. Swing by the uh, big chicken drive-through and get your food out of its butt. Because that's <laughs> where the drive-through window is located. <laughs> Fun fact. They just refurbished the big chicken. Yeah, they again. Did. Yeah, like just really uh, nice. I just like it the... was pulled apart and it was oh, just yeah. like nothing but Tyvek for a while. It's, really, it's, the, it's yeah. the second renovation in my lifetime that I've seen. They just it's now the second got, that I've they seen. They just yeah. now got the beak and the eyes moving again. Oh, they had they had frozen. They just well, speaking of the whole, that's the whole place working. was shut down. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, oh they, they, got, they got it working again after having done done work on. Yeah, they put the siding all back up because the first time they fixed it up. The, the, the beak and the eyes would occasionally just not work. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, for the record, what we're talking about is there's a, there's a KFC on a main drag here in Marietta that uh, the KFC itself has kind of like, it's it's the restaurant inside, but it's got this big construction, like, like trape- part of the like building. Trapezoid. It looks a like a giant It looks like a so, sort of like a big chicken and it's got a beak and eyes up at the top and the yeah, eyes yeah. roll around and the beak opens and closes and it's got a... a um, mailbox out front that looks exactly like the building with the little yeah. beacon eyes. Yep. It's like and a it's local. Called, it's, it's like a local landmark. Like it's people, a local yeah. landmark. Yeah. People tell you, like you know, go up to the big chicken and take a left, you right. know, or mm-hmm. go down to the big chicken and two go two miles right. south of the big chicken. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was once uh, obliterated by a tornado, and the city, the populace of the city, said, "Rebuild it exactly as it was." <laughs> we must have the big chicken. Yep. <laughs> yes. Speaking of tornadoes. So anyway, KFFC. I assume the satellite is at the top of the big KFFC. <laughs> okay, back to the... Uh, As I just derail the show. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's what we do. Every single episode you're on. <laughs> Started off with a bang. Gonna end with a whimper. <laughs> Story Everybody life. likes a good literary reference. It's like my love life. Not everybody likes your love life. <laughs> You're now listening to an extra special episode of Nerd Burger. <laughs> Mike, Michael's love life begins with a bang, ends with a whimper. <laughs> Tell us more, Michael. No, wait, no, no, no. no. <laughs> that'll anyway, be, that'll be Nerd Burger after dark when we ever brand something as that. Is that that's going to be bonus episode number six? Nerd Burger <laughs> after dark. We've talked about doing an episode after dark sometime. I'll have getting you, me, me and him, and whatever guests we have, and just doing it like late at night with beer. Yeah. <laughs> and then calling Ando to Uber you home. 
<laughs> we thought about it. Is he not staying here? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> That's a perfectly fair. good futon over here and everything. Not drunk. <laughs> You're welcome to stay there if you need to and you're sober. <laughs> do I need to be in anywhere? an emergency? Do I need to be anywhere today? <laughs> in an emergency. Continue, please. Anyway, so KFFC Next Rad Radar Site, Peachtree City, Georgia, has been out. It was out for days. And it's usually every once in a while they go out, they come back. And the little the little icon for the radar on my app will go red meaning it's not working. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know it's not working because it says you, it's like you don't get anything on there. There's so, no weather at all. <laughs> Nothing in the sky. <laughs> no, it's, it's perfectly fine. It's like, <laughs> it's like the moon. <laughs> can't, can't, can't breathe. Eyes bulging out. Right? Do the noise. <laughs> Is that the eyes bulging out noise? <laughs> that's uh, that Arnold was, Schwarzenegger. That was a little too. That sounded a little too prepared. And that's Arnold Schwarzenegger dying when he gets exposed to the lack of atmosphere on the moon in Total Recall. Mars. Okay. Mars. <laughs> moving. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, they go out. They come back. But it was two days, three days, four days. Finally, I was like, "Wait a minute, something's wrong." So I googled it. National Weather Service, Peachtree City, Georgia. KFFC radar outage. The KFFC WSR-88D Doppler radar operated by the NOAA NWS in Peachtree City, Georgia will be down for approximately two weeks. Yep. For the repair of a major mechanical component, an engineering team from Radar Operations Center in Norman, Oklahoma, determined today that the bull gear, the bull gear, The primary gear for turning the radar antenna. You know how they rotate around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that broke. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So now it only looks that way. Yeah. The 15,000 pound radar sits on top of the bull gear. They have to remove it to replace the bull gear. <laughs> the, whole, the, the whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to require two weeks and six people from Norman, Oklahoma to oh, fix wow. it. They estimate that it will be repaired by Sunday, May 14th. And if it is, and I-85 is fixed by June 15th, I will be shocked. Mike, do you realize, and Michael, I want you to chime in here. Do you realize what you just did? No. You read a story and said the word peach tree correctly. (gasps) multiple no. times. Whoa. I barely heard what you were talking about because oh, I was just oh, counting. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. That's, I don't have any trouble saying the word peach tree when it's actually the word peach tree. It's when referring to peach tree dishes that I cannot say, oh, geez, see, there I did it. <laughs> no, I really do. I can't say petri dish. I just, I just oh, want to say, I, I say peach tree dish. I just want to say, Thank you, Craig, for catching that moment because for me it flew entirely under the radar. Hey! Out! <laughs> go! You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> Actually, um, I will. I will. Uh, At least not when you're drunk. I will. I will give you props for 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 actually including a prop. <laughs> In that the put, on the audio only yeah, show. He, he, yeah. he, well, he, he, oh wait, he put his that? he put his shades on as he said that. <laughs> he pulled a Caruso right here on the show. Everybody, 
What are you looking for? Oh, uh, you're wasting. No, oh, moments passed. Stop looking for the sound effect. The moments passed. I guess I don't have that one. Um, wow! is it my turn? Sure. Uh, some prisoners at um. Damn it! I had the name of the place. The Marion <laughs> County. Oh, sorry. Marion County. <laughs> I think it's Marion County, Illinois Correctional Institute. Correctional, uh, whatever, at a prison. I can't find it right now. I want to get to the meat of the subject here. Um, they were working for a uh, in a uh, program that um, license plates. No, no, no. Where no. They, they they take the the prisoners and they tarring the roof. No, on the license you, plate factory. Let me get there. That was on. That was on TV last weekend. Um, well, no, <laughs> well, on they, TV every weekend. They break. Yeah, they break true. down. They break down computers <laughs> that have been donated for, to be recycled. They break okay. them down oh, into okay. their component yeah, yeah. pieces. Like, the copper and the different. They elements. pull them all into yeah, their yeah, pieces yeah. and they recycle what they can and whatever. Yeah, I've dropped a bunch of desktops off of places like that. Yeah, and they. they so they got. And this is all oh, part so of a, this is doing this is all part of a rehabilitation program. Get them in there. Get them, well, they don't stamp license plates anymore. Teach them a skill. Teach them. Give them. Give them something to do. You know, show hey, you can you know do a job, be a eight, part of eight cents an hour. There you go. Whatever. Yeah. Um, you can buy some smokes at the commissary. Um, but what did the computer? What did the uh, the computers do? Hmm. No, what did the uh, the what did the prisoners do? Or at least five of them. Uh, they started stealing individual components and they built their own computer and hid of it course. in the ceiling. Yes. <laughs> hey, this this power supply still works. Yes. This motherboard is fine. I got a hard drive. The computers were cobbled together from spare parts which yep. prisoners had collected from the uh, RET three program uh, used to rehabilitate prisoners by getting them to break down the old PCs. Forensic analysis of the computers completed um, by the Ohio Inspector General revealed that the use the users exploited their access to the ODRC's systems to issue passes for inmates to gain access to multiple areas within the institution. They also used the departmental offender tracking system to steal the personal information of another inmate oh. and get five credit cards <laughs> in that inmate's name. Wow. Wow. Additional forensics by a more technical t- team reported finding, quote, a large hacker's toolkit with numerous malicious tools for possible attacks. These malicious tools include password cracking tools, VPN tools, network enum- uh, enumeration tools, handcrafted software, numerous proxy tools, and other software used for various types of malicious activity. Mm-hmm. They were getting ready to engage in what this article calls, my new favorite word, cyber shenanigans. Whoa! <laughs> This seems like one of those things that somebody should have foreseen from the beginning. They just like, dipped their toes in and went like, in there and like got some credit cards and messed around with you know getting people into different parts of the building. Yeah. And they were getting ready to do something. Yeah. In hindsight, we found. shouldn't have given them access to I'm gonna these hack, components. I'm going to hack my way out of prison. Cyber shenanigans. <laughs> I love that. That's a movie title waiting to happen. It's in the title. I love it. My new Cyber favorite word. It has, dis- it has displaced schenectady as my favorite word. To say? Yeah. Yeah, is it Cyber one sh- word? Do they that's how they write it. Yeah, they write it as one word. No, Cyber no, shenanigans. No hyphen. No nothing. No. Wow. Yes. yes. <laughs> Six syllables. That's awesome. <laughs> so there you go. I call cyber shenanigans on that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This whole show is cyber shenanigans. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it pretty much is. What do you got, Mike? Anything? Are we rolling? Into- I think we should. Uh, yeah, do some fun with. Uh... <laughs> Let's have some fun with Michael. <laughs> Wait, no, we decided that was for After Dark. Now I know why the door is closed. And locked. (laughs) Why did I do that? Why did I I say that? (sighs) See, I just wanted to look nice today. Okay. (laughs) 
You, you, got a, you got a new hairstyle now. It's I just tied a bandana around it. That's the secret. Oh, That's okay. The... <laughs> he did the man version of the ponytail. That's exactly the girl with is. the ponytail. Just yeah. Don't feel like messing around with it today. We'll just get it out of my get it out of my way. So, but at... it's longer and wavy. A little bit. Yeah. I let this is this this is when I accidentally leave my hairbrush in the car. <laughs> That's what, what right. this is. Anyway, so so as as has been discussed on the show previously, yep. uh, I am a I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. Uh, yep. Everyone in my life knows it. Half the people in my life judge me for it. <laughs> uh, they all judge you for it. Yeah. Well, half of them are also pro wrestling fans. So so we thought um, what I thought we'd do today is you know wrestling is part uh, athletic. It's it's what goes on in the ring. It's the moves that you know. But the other part of it is is the charisma. It's 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 the words. It's the it's the speech. It's the microphone work. You know, some guys are horrible wrestlers in the ring, but are just magic on the microphone sure. and make a whole career out of it. There's some guys that don't wrestle at all that are just managers. That their job is to speak for wrestlers that do a poor job of speaking for themselves. But sometimes things go awry. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> things don't go. Quite according to plan, and as as has what, happened what, to me not, even on this show before, sometimes the thing you the thing that you think is going to sound really cool just kind of falls flat. What, what we're not going to just look at all the great examples of no, wrestling promotional kind. No, of we're not. But I will. I will give speaking. you. I will give you a good example up oh. front to show you. This is, in my opinion, this first one is a promo gone right. The, the I, what's going on here is it's a triple threat match. There's two guys in the match who are good guys. They're both called. They're, it's called baby faces in wrestling. So the question is, how do you create a story where these two good guys want to wrestle each other, not just the bad guy? How do you create tension amongst all three guys? Okay. So this is, uh, this is John Cena, 15-time world champion, uh, and cutting a promo on him is uh, the lunatic fringe Dean Ambrose. Stop! Stop, brother. I already know what you're going to say, so let me... To save you the trouble. You're gonna say that you didn't come out here and screw me over last week. You're gonna say I screwed myself over. You're gonna say that I'm my own worst enemy. You're gonna say that I've always been my own worst enemy. You're gonna tell me to stop complaining. You're gonna tell me to stop making excuses and see so you're gonna spin it. You're gonna spin it around where the guy who got screwed over twice now looks like the jerk. Because that's what you do. Because you're the master of the political spin. You're really good at it. I mean, you should run for office. That's how you've been able to stay on top for 15 years. Heck, that's, that's why you're in this match to begin with. Anybody who's a threat to you, you undercut them. You cut their legs out from underneath them. You stab them in the back. You've been trying to do that to me since day one. And you're never going to be able to. You know why, Mr. Hustle? Because you can't outwork me. You think you work harder than me? Because on your day off, you fly in a private jet to some awards show? Uh-uh. I'm in this ring every night, blood, sweat, and tears in wars. Mr. Loyalty, the poster boy for loyalty to the WWE Universe, these fans to this business. Check my resume. Zero sick days. Zero days on the injured list. Zero days off, period. More matches than anybody in this company last year and the year before that. I guess you got no respect for that. Mr. So, okay. so the story now is that <laughs> is that John Cena is the godfather of wrestling, and Dean Ambrose is the young guy. He's working harder. John Cena doesn't deserve his spot anymore, and Dean Ambrose is going to prove he can hang with the best. Now, you don't just want to see these guys wrestle AJ Styles. 
but you want to see them wrestle each other. Can Dean Ambrose prove that he can hang with the best, or can John Cena prove that he still has what it takes? That There's the story of the match right there, told in about a minute and a half, right? Yeah. Just add a whole new angle to the story, right? Go to the, go to the next one, though. Well, I'm, this, I'm this wondering a, how John Cena gets any uh, Hollywood roles and why this guy doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's, well, well they, they've both been in movies in the same franchise oh, have before. They? Yes. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> that's also part of the story is that Dean Ambrose, uh, Dean Ambrose stars in a movie that's the third in a franchise that John Cena started. So it, no. it also ties into the story of like living in John Cena's shadow. Sure. Here's an example of when things go wrong, though. This is jumping. <laughs> this is here this we go. A, <laughs> this is what you came for. This is jumping Jeff Farmer in IPW. Earlier we talked to jumping Jeff Farmer. Let's go now to that interview, folks. There's jumping <laughs> Jeff Farmer. Jeff, a while back, what a match you had with Motley. Yep. <laughs> Probably the hardest match I ever had in my life. But I don't like it. When things aren't my, going my way, Motley Cruz, you turn the tables on me. You turn the tables in a wrong way. You've got me mad now. I've stood around. I've listened to everything you had to say. I've did everything necessary. But when you turn around and you backstab me one way or another, and you treat, cheat me out of what's rightfully mine, that's when I get angry. Now, now he's I'm angry. The one doing the challenging. I'm issuing a challenge to you, Motley Cruz. Get in the ring with me. This time, I'm going full force. Jumping Jeff Farmer. <laughs> now let's go to the ring. Don't you want to buy a ticket to see that? <laughs> it's worth, yeah. It's worth noting that in the first one, the good one, <laughs> right. they were all pumped. Yeah. And, you know, and big and they're breathing kind of heavy and like it's all masculine and very yeah. testosterone filled. And this guy was like... Especially early on, like every time you took a breath in, you could hear it, and it was like it—it it, it, it sounded to me like, like I'm gonna let this breath be long because I need to think of the next line yes. that I'm gonna say. Like yes. I, I'm not prepared for this. Like he was working hard. Okay, but he wasn't to get those thinking. Sentences he out. was reading. Okay, but here's this the thing. is two two forty p terrible resolution, horrible <laughs> quality scan of a videotape from God knows when, 70s or 80s, and I could still see his eyes moving back yeah. and forth. Hang on, now, now go to the next one. You might think it's just the delivery, right? The promo was probably fine, it's just the way he said it. Alright, here's one of the best in the world CM Punk reenacting the infamous worst promo oh, ever okay. by Jumpin' Jeff Farmer. That's a reenactment. Folks, there's Jumpin' Jeff Farmer. Jeff, a while back, what a match you had with Motley. Yep, probably the hardest match I ever had in my life, but I don't like it when things aren't my going my way. Motley <laughs> Cruz, you turn the tables on me. You turn the tables in a wrong way. You got me mad now. I've stood around. I've listened to everything you had to say. I did everything necessary. But when you turn around and you backstab me one way or another and treat cheat me out of what's rightfully mine, nice. that's when I get angry. Now I'm the one doing the challenging. I'm issuing a challenge to you, Motley Cruz. Get in the ring with me. This time, I'm going full force. Jumping Jeff Farmer. Now let's go to the ring. It's still awful. It was much better, though. <laughs> well, the, what the, the funny parts of it were the ones where he like mis, you know, used the wrong Cheat word, treat, or, yeah. where he stuttered on something. Yeah. He, he recreated those yeah, parts. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, go ahead and go ahead and skip the next one, unless you want to hear Motley Cruz respond to Jumping no, Jeff Farmer. Okay. Skip that one. All oh, right, this a, is a that's a sweet mask. So this is a this is this is Kalisto. He's a, he's a Mexican wrestler. He's a luchador. He's in a mask, and uh, he's he's just been drafted uh, to the show SmackDown. He's only going to appear 
on Tuesday nights from here on out. And this is him uh, sharing how he feels about uh, being part of the SmackDown roster. <laughs> United States champion, what can we expect from you on SmackDown Live? Well, hey, I'm here, like I said before, I'm here to shock the world. I'm ready. I'm ready to show my lucha art inside and outside the ring. But first of all, I can't stop thinking about Baron, Cor Baron Corbin being on SmackDown. <laughs> I get to have my revenge. Is that scary? Barry Corbin? Hey, like I said, I'm here to stay. Make make a make a uh, a good good lucha lucha thing. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> you hear him like swearing as he walks away. <laughs> a good lucha thing. Yeah, a good a good lucha lucha thing inside and outside the ring. Just walks off. <laughs> <laughs> He's really a great wrestler, but that was not, I mean, that was live. That was live television. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. well yeah. That, and that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Live performance is an art Absolutely. unto itself. I mean, it's, it takes a great deal to, to do it really well. Some people, you can just naturally, you can just, you can, you can speak to the camera, you yeah. can go, you can roll, you can improvise. Some people, um, you know, it just. We don't know what to say. Sometimes you just have a bad night. Skip the next one. And sometimes go you to, have a bad uh, night. Sometimes you, you know, even if you're reading cue cards or if you learned a script, yeah. you know, you just you stumble over your words. Absolutely. That's why we do a podcast, not a radio show. That's Indeed. why you listen a podcast that, by the way, I stumble over my words all the time on. <laughs> Speaking, all right, skip, uh, skip the next True. one. Both of us. Yes. Long pauses. Yeah. Those get edited out usually. Usually. <laughs> Uh, right, uh, next one yeah go to uh is this it uh, skip that one skip that one yeah, go to the next one okay this is uh this is what we like to call titus makes it a win this is a <laughs> this is a <laughs> developmental show all of these guys at on this broadcast are competing uh for a spot on the main roster this ah. is this is sort of like a, a training show almost they're all competing to be the winner and get to get to become a real actual wwe wrestler go ahead. this is this as is, opposed this to is this is triple A ball. Exactly. That's as the a, that's the idea. As opposed to Monday night wrestling, it's like Thursday late Correct. morning. Correct. Wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is this is a Titus sharing my his thoughts. thoughts. My thoughts are: if you're gonna fight, make it a fight. And if you want to win, you should win. Make it a win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how proud of himself he is my at the thoughts. end. My thoughts are. I think. Sorry. I think. I think he realizes what he just said. He's right. like, uh -huh. he's yeah. He's like, he's oh, yeah. He's yeah. like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I effed yeah. that one in the B. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I probably should have prepared. Titus sure made it a win that night. <laughs> now, sometimes, sometimes you can have a very clear train of thought, and and like we do here on the Nerdburger Show, sometimes just stumble over the delivery a little bit. This is um. This is Sid Vicious. Uh, there are uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall are in the ring. They've been in the ring for a few minutes now, calling out Sid Vicious. Kevin Nash is wearing a prosthetic on his face to make him look like uh, a caricature of Sid Vicious. And Sid has heard enough. He's coming out to give him a piece of his mind. <laughs> That's Sid Vicious's music. Oh, you don't want to insult that man. Make him mad. He'll take on Nash. He'll take on Hall. He'll Sweet take leather vest. Absolutely. <laughs> Jerry curl blonde hair.
looks like Michael Rooker. <laughs> Starting out well. Okay, still going well. Looks solid. Booze and cheers. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's the punchline. We've that hit the punchline. <laughs> I have half the brains that you do. Sid Vicious <laughs> has done many things. He's wrestled on WrestleManias. He's been the world champion. Nothing will ever, <laughs> will ever outshine, though. Yeah. I am. Uh, you I are am, half the man that I am, and, and I, I have half the brains that you that do. You do. <laughs> there's a there's a clip of Sid that it, it, some it's, it's been scrubbed from the. Doesn't internet that mean somehow. he has like a quarter of the brains of a regular person? Something like How's that. How's the yeah. math work on that? Well, we're going to get to math a listeners, little bit now that you mentioned math. Email in, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> there's a clip of him doing a live interview where he stops in the minute. He's like, oh, "I messed that up. Can we start over again?" And the, inter- <laughs> and the interviewer's like, "We're live, pal." <laughs> he just goes back to screaming into the microphone. I I asked like a bunch of friends to help me find a clip of it. It's been scrubbed from the internet. I don't know how. Um, it's for like 30 Rock. I'm Nazi Dr. Leo Spachemin. Right, right, right. Okay, oh, we're live? S- <laughs> skip, um, go ahead and skip the next two, I think. We'll skip, yeah, skip that one and skip that one. And we'll go to this one. So this is a... Oh, there is the guy. This should have been a seminal moment in pro wrestling. This is uh, Hulk Hogan, uh, a decade after leaving the WWF to join competitor WCW, has come back to the WWF. And this is this this was a storyline where he and WWF owner Vince McMahon finally have it out, finally get it all on the table. Their hatred for each other, all their all their 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 fights in the past, and this is them finally de- a decade later finishing this the story. This is the culmination. Out. This is this the is, final chapter of the trilogy. Absolutely. This is and where it's going to be awesome. Blood will be spilled. All right. Let me tell you something. I think you're starting to believe in your own bullshit, Hogan. I could have had anybody play the part of Hulk Hogan. I could have had anybody bring Hulk a man. Hold on one second, McMahon. You actually think anybody could have ran with Hulkamania? Look at all the guys you gave the ball to. Look at all the guys that had the belt. Look at all the guys that ran to the goal line. Nobody ran as hard and as long as I did, McMahon. Going well so far. Solid. Good story. I want to see the match. If you actually think, if you actually think I was just the right guy at the right place at the the right time. Oh, no. Stumble. Let me say it one more time so you completely understand, McMahon. Okay, back up, try again. If you actually believe in your mind, if you actually think that I was just the right guy <laughs> at the right place <laughs> at the right time, well, then you're a bigger delusional bastard than I thought you were, McMahon. Okay, take a breath. You can get it back. You're Hogan. They'll forgive you. you know something? I had a match with you a couple of... I had a... You know what I say right now, McMahon? <laughs> right now we just settled this because I had a match with a rock there we a go. couple of weeks ago. And you were the one that I wanted to get in the ring. You were the one that I was supposed to have a match with a couple of weeks ago. And you put the rock in your place, brother. Okay. You Stop say it. you're a... No. He's so... 
<laughs> if you can see the, cra- the there's crowd a point- in the background of the video, everybody's like, oh, this, no. This <laughs> well, there's a point where he actually, I think he's getting flustered by yeah. McMahon with looking at him with that goofy, incredulous look. Yeah. He turns away from McMahon to look to the crowd briefly yeah. to kind of gather himself yeah. again because it's like, I, if I, I, I just keep yeah. stumbling over this thing. <laughs> he yeah. repeated like the same thing. Yeah. The same, he, he repeated the same thing twice, two times. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, Okay, he backtracked on himself twice. Look, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you get going and you get a little ahead of yourself, and uh, and go to the go to the next one now, and you just it goes somewhere you weren't expecting. You've got this is all built like an album. It's like this got a story. It's there's a, an ebb and flow. To yes, there is. There's a the big. Ki- the, there's kids, a, the kids call that a playlist. There's a big finish too. <laughs> but I like that you said album. Thank you. This is a tag team called Harlem Heat. This is Booker T and his brother Stevie Ray. Uh, oh, m- moving Lord. their way up the roster, making a name for themselves in WCW, calling out the champion. Go ahead. Four quarter man. Let me tell you something, Gino. Can you out here talking about a click? The only click you need to know about is the Harlem Heat and Sister Sherry. See, because what you're dealing with here is the brotherhood. It's nonstop from this point on in WCW. We take what we want. And after we take Lex Luger and the Giant, we want the gold sucker. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, the- <laughs> look at him look away and rub his hands what did i just say he knew exactly what he said that's one of the biggest memes in pro wrestling history is just that line right there we coming for you Ooh, and i couldn't stop watching his his pecs flex just and, the, the, and then the, the, he drops the end bomb shiny yeah <laughs> Oh, oh man. yeah. Look, sometimes and sometimes it's it's going very well and it just it takes a left turn at the end. Skip the next one and go to He's recrafting his album. Yeah, skip that one. That's that's that one's a little long. We're gonna skip that one for time. Go to the next one. Yeah, so this is the this is the ultimate warrior with a message for everybody. Ultimate warrior? Ultimate The Ultimate Warrior has a lot of bad habits, but only ones that help me survive. Don't deprive yourself of the full power. Be a survivor. Don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> As he's it's, cr- it's, a, it's a smoking PSA. As he's crushing like five packs of cigarettes. Well, he started out cigarette. with them in his mouth. Like it was some he kind was of... He was chewing on them. Because he's got Guinness a lot of bad habits. thing of how many can I fit in my mouth. <laughs> I need to watch that every day. Yeah. That'll okay. help, help, help me. That'll help me. Well, now you have the link. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to... We're gonna do- We've got a uh, we've got a triple threat coming up. Skip the next one after this one. Yeah, skip that one. Here and we uh, go. so this is a uh, this is Scott and Rick Steiner. Scott the the Steiner brothers. They're a, they're a famous tag team. Scott Steiner, uh, fun fact, owns the Shonies off of ni- the ninety two exit on seventy five. And Rick Steiner is a school board member in Cherokee County. <laughs> and a uh, and, couple uh, of local boys. And Scott Steiner Ooh, is a good. is a bit of a bodybuilder. He's a, he he likes to talk about his freaks and his peaks. Uh, real real, fa- real fan of his physique. And he's got okay. strong opinions about the physiques of other guys. Rick and Scott Steiner, let me welcome you back. OT3D, you guys are out of your mind. Coming to Atlanta, Georgia, the place that the Steiner brothers got their start in professional wrestling. You guys are out of your mind making it a table match because tonight we're going to beat you at your own game. And after it's all said and done, you're going to be taking splinters out of your fat asses all night long because you got some fat asses. <laughs> the only chance you have you have no chance, but you had a chance is that you can run Nicky Split. Because you can't run because you got some fat asses. After the sun's done, we're going to have a tailgate party for all my freaks out there in Atlanta, Georgia. You wanted some? You got some. This is the big time, boys. You 
something for you. Ooh, 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 it's a dog pile. <laughs> so again, this Why do is they this... sound like they're from Chicago. <laughs> this is a recurring theme for Scott Steiner. He, he's put so much work into his physique that, that he, everybody he else, uh, everybody's a fat ass. Everybody else doesn't. Go to the next one. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna keep it rolling. Scott Steiner is a national treasure. Let's keep it rolling. Go ahead. Threats are part of wrestling, you know. But you gotta look at the person that's making the threats. This fat son of a bitch is challenging all of us. Has been world champions before. Been in this business 15, 20 years. And this fat son of a bitch is hey, gonna challenge hey, us all out. Hey, calm down, calm down, okay? He's fat. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. <laughs> if he I'll make him bleed. Wow. <laughs> He's he's almost saying some bitch. <laughs> That's some bitch. All right. So he's calling a he's calling a guy named Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe Bad. is the guy's name. And, and is and he Samoan? He is Samoan. <laughs> okay. He's got you a, never know. He's got a little weight to him. He's not you know he's not he's not toned or cut, <laughs> but he's very agile for his size. Absolutely. Well, he has to be the. All right, so to that's compete, Tony, right? Tony Rocky Horror Simone. What's a brother gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> okay, now now go to the next one, and if, if I'm gonna I'm gonna follow along with this live, I'm gonna yeah, right here. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this live. <laughs> you know they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one on one with another wrestler, you got a fifty fifty chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. <laughs> So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, Wait a I minute. got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he oh, can't beat me. And that. he's not even going to try. So, Small Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance, Minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. I think that's but then right. you that take my right. 75% chance of winning if we used to go one on one and then add 66 and two thirds percents, I got 141 and two thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. And cut. Okay, so those those two <laughs> operations of addition that, right. he, that I think were technically correct, but right, I don't so, know how so, that works in the whole grand so here's, scheme here's, of things. Here's 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 how the math works yeah, out. Yeah, 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 Normally, you, got... you have a fifty fifty chance of winning. Okay, but he's a genetic freak and he's not normal. So right. you have a twenty five percent chance at best of beating him of at beating sacrifice. Him. And when you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances drastic go down. Yep. So if you take your thirty three and a third percent chance of winning, wait, where'd that come from? Uh, because he has a 66 and two third percent chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat Scott Steiner and he's not even going to try. So if you take his 33 and a third percent chance <laughs> minus the 25 percent chance, you've got an eight and a third percent chance of winning at sacrifice. Uh -huh. If you take his 66 and two thirds percent chance right, of yeah. winning and add the 75 percent chance of winning, yep. you get 141 and two thirds percent chance of winning. Uh -huh. So the numbers really don't lie and they spell disaster <laughs> for Samoa Joe at sacrifice. Okay, it, it, I was I was told there would be no math. The, <laughs> the most amazing thing about this promo is the math. Is it the math out. kind of checks out? <laughs> All right. I don't know how he got from fifty to twenty-five to thirty-three and a third, but but after that, it seems to work. Well, he's got he's. You'll have to check his website for his sources. Oh, okay. If you oh, oh man, listeners, Complete, go, go, Google Scott Steiner's homepage. It's straight out of nineteen ninety-four. 
If I, it's a Geo, Geo City. Yes, style. it's like yeah. a Geo City site. Does it have flickering torches? Yeah, in I think I believe it does. And ASCII art of a sword. I believe it does. Okay, all right, big finish. Let's go to. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to the finish now. So here's the thing. We we've looked at all of these poor examples, but the question I think that needs to be asked is. What if a promo goes very, very right? What are the what are the what are the stakes of this thing? What if you get on the mic one day and lightning strikes and everything goes perfectly your way? What can happen? The fourth prestigious King of the Ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin, an incredible victory. The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. Don't just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I've proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 316. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. And cut. This is what's known as the Austin 316 promo. This promo <laughs> is what propelled Stone Cold Steve Austin from a star to a, to, a, to a historic superstar. This promo, on its own, sold about a billion Austin 316 t-shirts. It changed the course of what was known as the Monday Night War at the time, leading the WWF to, to total victory over its competitor, WCW. And to this day, 20 years later, you still see Austin 316 t-shirts in the crowd at arenas all over the country, still for sale all over, all over the world. So not only that, but this promo went on to inspire a generation of wrestlers. Go to the next one. To inspire an entire generation that grew up watching this like I did to get into wrestling and to become stars themselves. Go ahead. The fourth prestigious King of the Ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin, an incredible victory. The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. Don't just get him out of the ring. Get him out of the WWE because I proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. <laughs> you sit there and you dump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms. Talk about your John 316. Austin 316. Says I just whipped. I, I just whipped. whipped. I just whipped your ass. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> So you, can't, so you can't see the video on the show, but reciting that was just about the entire main roster of the WWE right now. An entire generation Later. that watched Stone Cold Steve Austin, that grew up, trained yeah. to wrestle, got into the business, and became superstars themselves. Those are, those are the stakes every time a wrestler is, is given a microphone. It can either destroy you, or it can make you for the rest of wrestling history. Words have power, kids. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you, is, now there's a lot of other ways that words have power that we should be cognizant of. Correct. But, but you know, as an example. Which correct. is why. In the funny realm. Yes. That, you, yeah. you, you should embrace word nerdery. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you should love yourself some Oxford comma. And you should never, ever get into sports if this is how, sports casting, if this is how you talk. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. Well, the Ball State softball team continued to play this weekend. And they were hoping to continue off of their straight three out of four losses. And so we'll take a look and see how that happened. They started off good, but then eventually but the Ball State women's, women's team shot down and ended up doing poorly. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> and, okay. We're going to continue on now. 
And the ladies Cardinals will play in Iowa tournament starting this Friday. Before the Ball State baseball team kicks off its conference season this, we this weekend, the Cards will battle an in-state rival Indiana tomorrow. Tomorrow's game will be the meeting between the two, <laughs> beating both first. <laughs> now they're just watching footage. He just checks out at this point. It's coming. Hoosiers are on the four on <laughs> on the year, and they have won six of its last seven games tomorrow. So this Will is the, the baseball he's watching? Three at 3 p.m. Mm -hmm. Which Switching to Ball State men's tennis, it seems <laughs> less... Wait a minute. <laughs> Player on, it All seems every week that you have a player. <laughs> Mad Lawrence is the latest Cardinals tennis player to win the award. Lamar won all this, all the singles and doubles matches last week. So far, the Cardinals have had a player honored on the on the weekly awards. Seven out of the nine, uh, seven out of the nine weeks, the Cards will play at Boise State invite this weekend. The Indiana Pacers are looking for a measure of revenge tonight against the New Jersey Nets and to strengthen their playoff hopes. The Nets won the last Sunday's matchup 94-85, which left the Pacers one game behind the Chicago in the seventh series spot. Let's check out the highlights. Hold on. Hold on. Watching basketball? Steven Jackson's David... Reggie Miller's looking good. He shoots a three, and it's good. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Now, sometimes <laughs> you cut a promo or do a little bit of a live, live audio announcing that uh -huh. makes a t-shirt, makes your career, makes the careers of all sorts of other people. Right. Have you heard Boom Goes the Dynamite before? I have. Yeah, that's where that's from. Because <laughs> sometimes really, really just falling apart and yeah. having your one catchphrase yeah. that you wanted to premiere. God for I mean, man, that... Way to carry on to the end, that guy. Oh man! Way to stick it out to the you, finish. Got to give him credit. Ugh. Watch, watch. We'll link to you it. Need watch, to watch it. Watch the video because the yeah. uncomfortable. Because oh, I mean, yeah. it's when he, when he's when there's not footage going, it's just him uh -huh. on screen, and he is so uncomfortable. He doesn't oh, do it, but he looks like he wants to crawl under the desk. Yeah, and mm. disappear. It's it's a little rough. He's he's self aware of what was happening. <laughs> And he gives it to the man. <laughs> and boom goes the dynamo. I like how he switched to men's tennis from well, he, he put baseball. the accent. He put the accents on wrong things. Yeah. He talked about men's tennis when they hadn't been talking about tennis women's tennis. Yeah. Or women's anything. It <laughs> yeah. was men's baseball, I thought. So, but yeah, yeah, he got a web redemption on Tosh.0. Yes, he did. Yes, he <laughs> All did. right. <laughs> I think that about does her. Yep. <laughs> Michael, thank, thank you. you for bringing all that fun thank to us. Thank you so much for having me back. I love doing this show with you guys. And you good, brought, good you luck. the fun. <laughs> Sorry. Good luck That's with the begathon. That's my wrestling. Thank you. Ha hashtag begathon. Hashtag begathon. <laughs> Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And check out uh, the Begothon 
on our website and donate. Hashtag Begathon. Hashtag give us money. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. We'll figure out how to how to promote that at some point. And you can go to nerdburgergames.com for <laughs> Game design stuff, and you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to purchase a copy of Murders and Acquisitions. <laughs> On the next episode of Nerd Burger, Mike and Craig get their act together. If you think we don't have our tact together, uh, if, uh, if you don't think we don't have, if you if you don't <laughs> think we have our act together, you're not half as smart as we thought you were. Because when you listen to Nerdburger, you have a 75% chance of enjoying yourself, but also a 115% chance of not liking something Craig just said. Uh, 67.7% boom goes the dynamite. The numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for Craig and Mike at Sacrifice. Thanks. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah. Let's. Uh, should I do the outro like that every time? I think you should. Like a bad promo. <laughs> But, uh, 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 oh, that was a fun episode. <sighs> yeah, I, I kind of I scripted it, mm-hmm. um, but then I just made sure to add a few uh, right. sure, <laughs> yeah. in there a few oh, times. Oh. <laughs> oh no! Uh, Doesn't he say? He oh, does no. say oh no. He says oh no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>